Welcome to ADI, Auto-Driven Artificial Intelligence, the podcast that shows you how to leverage the power of chat-based AI in your business. I'm your host, Laura Allen, and this is your host. Together, we will explore this podcast tool, its real and ethical implications, and the delicate balance between So buckle up and let's dive in. So AI is closing down. Closing down. It's close. It's the new highway. Yeah. And Route 66 is closing down. Yeah. Okay. So let that sink in. I'm just letting that sink in because, like, all right. When I started working in the digital, like, publishing, publishing, digital marketing, um, the online course and book space, podcasting, the first thing that I saw. The first thing was that you have to have your own website. You have to build your own foundation. You have to build your own platform because you cannot rely on other people's websites reliably. Yeah. Because if, you know, you're, you're beholden to them. Yes. And they can shut you down at any time for any reason. And if they get shut down by someone else Uh or for some other overarching reason, suddenly you're kind of fish out of water. Yeah, you're SOL. Yeah. Okay, so now we have the perfect, we finally have this because I've been talking to authors and they're like, well, I'll just go and publish on Amazon. I just use Amazon. I'm just going to do this. Finally, there's... And and it's like, well, I don't really need a website because I'm just going to go on Amazon. And, um, and it's like, okay, well, you know, now a lot of authors have built their own platforms and the people that we've worked with, and they're yeah. going to be really glad they did. They're going to be super glad they did. They're going to be really glad they did. Because like, you know, Amazon's going to be part of the search results, right? Yeah, but, for sure. It's but still going to be there. The, it's Amazon's store mentality is sort of the same way that like milk is a losing product in grocery stores. Right. You know this? Yes. Right. You lose like a dollar on every leader. gallon of milk. Yeah, it's a loss leader. Right. Amazon treats all of its books as loss leaders, which sucks, by the way. Yep. Yep. It Um, turns authors into their little slave army. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and, but now, you know, authors have been using other authors for loss leaders, like who can be the less lossiest sort of thing. Uh huh. But now that's not going to be a thing Uh because if you can go to a robot, ask it what book you want, and it comes up with a good answer, Uh you don't need to browse after that. No, and you don't need to, I mean, you can look for the lowest price or whatever, but that's not going to, but. The robot can do that for you. The robot's going to do that. And the thing is that I can sell a book for a higher profit for less than Amazon does. Okay. Yeah. On my own website. Right. So and get more money. Yeah. So that's the thing. Because Amazon takes like 50% or yeah. whatever. Or that's 60%. reasonable. I mean, all sure. publishers, t- I mean, like print, you know, like a, a random printing. house yeah. will take 80, 90%, 95% of the author's, yeah. you know, royalties. Yeah. Okay. But of course they have to give 50% to the bookstores. Right. So they're getting like 45 or whatever. There's a whole middle, middleman thing going on. Yeah. There's on. a whole there's thing a going months. on and it's gone. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, but, this is really exciting. And now let's talk about the Route 66 thing because some people may not... Get that. Oh, right. Okay. So when I was starting in this space, the way I explained it to people, what was happening with websites was with Las Vegas and Route 66. So back in the 50s, you've, you've got Las Vegas, which is a couple of shacks in the desert. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. No one lives there. It's no one lives there. It's a couple of gangsters gambling. Yeah. Right. And bringing in girls. Like terrible. Right. Yeah. It's Sin City. Yeah. Definitely Sin City right from the start. Right from but the start. But at first it was Sin Shack. Right. It was just a couple of shacks. A couple, couple of sin shacks. Very, yeah. yeah. So you look up pictures of Las Vegas in the 1950s. That's what you see. You see mm-hmm. a big desert with a couple of shacks. Yeah. 
Okay, but what is it today? Yeah. Okay. We all know what it looks like today. Right, and it's a really fun place for a lot of people doing yeah. all kinds of different things. Yeah. So, but then Route 66 back in the 50s was booming. Like everybody was on Route 66 and people could just throw up their little shop on Route 66 and make a bunch of money mm -hmm. and they had their dream gas stations and bookstores and restaurants and all these things. Yeah. And then the new highway came in yep. and all new, those businesses lost everything. New, bigger, nicer highway. Yep. And suddenly no one's using the old road anymore. That's right. And so now all those nice little shops and all those little towns are quaint little ghost towns, are mm -hmm. quaint little nothings. And we drive along Route 66 as a nostalgic experience and we see this dilapidated like gas station. Yeah. And we think, oh, look, isn't that quaint? No, it's not. It's the death of someone's dream. Yeah. It is not quaint. It is a graveyard. It is the death of a dream. Somebody had to close that down and go find something else to do. And that had been their dream. Yeah. All right? And that's exactly what's going to happen to people who are relying on Amazon, who are relying on these websites, yeah. instead of building their own platform. Yeah. Because the new highway is not going to have exits on the side of it. It's, it's going not. too fast. That's right. It's not going to have, well, it's not going to be going through these sleepy little towns where people can pull over to the side. Right. It's going to be blazing through the desert. Yeah. A hundred miles an hour, as it were. And so building your own platform now is more important than ever. This is amazing. It's so and much more important. It's, and it's, and you know, Las I Vegas. I saw it. You did. <laughs> Las Vegas <laughs> made itself a destination. Yes. They would go to the other cities. They would connect their town and what they were doing right. with the other places. They'd go to New York City and be like, hey, come out here. We're doing all this this yeah. crazy stuff. Yeah. And people would come out and they're like, oh, yeah. Okay, wow. it's a shack, but some, yeah, you're doing some pretty crazy stuff. Some stuff going on here. And That's so they cool. make it fun right. and then they have more money in it and they and made then, it bigger and bigger and bigger over time. Yeah. And so people think, you know, you start your website and it's like, oh, my website sucks. It's just this and this and this. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a shack. Right. But you keep building. Right. And that's the that's the thing, right? It's like you have to kind of this this cycle of uh, just keep keep building it and keep that's working right. with it, you know? Yeah, you got to keep building. You just keep working at it and you keep expanding and and it be, it becomes everything that you've envisioned. Right. But um but it's not going to be like that at first, but you're still going to if you still have a fun product and you're going to yeah. the other and, and you have to adapt as well. And here's the thing. You do have to adapt. Yeah. That's the thing with the sleepy little towns with the off the side of the road. They're not adapting. They're doing the very, very easy thing that's not, that doesn't have any transition well, room. That Yeah, exactly. They're not getting, there's no transition room. They have no, they have no way of adapting. Right. So like, let's think of, um. Because they're relying on Route 66. Right. So we can think of, um, the, uh, do you know the dinosaur hotel? I think that's off of Route 66. It's like this hotel, it's got a bunch of like big plastic dinosaurs. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. Out front and like on the sides <laughs> and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, they're, they were, they're off of Route 66, right? But they still exist because they had a room to adapt because they adapted to it. Because they said, oh, we are the destination now. Yes. You know? And they... they're not nearly as popular as Las Vegas, for example, but they do still exist. Yes. And they became a destination. Yes. Right. Exactly. You and know? But the thing is... Um, that's absolutely necessary. And so the platform, having your own website, your own web presence is being a destination. Yeah. And now you don't have to go to New York or wherever. If you have your SEO dialed in, yeah. right, then the AI is going to find you. Right. And of course, this is coming, but it's coming fast. It's it's like a bullet train. We're looking at it on the, on the horizon like, man, that's, that's, yeah. that's a very shiny train. 
Yeah. Oh, it's getting bigger. Um, <laughs> right. Exactly. That yeah. is so exciting. It's it's the it's the change on the horizon. It is, and so if you're if somebody's an author and they don't have a web presence, they better get you on better it. Get or on if you've got otherwise. a if you've got an online store on Amazon, you better get on it and yeah. start adapting now so yeah. that you're ready. Yeah. Well, and adapting in a way that's going to make it more profitable for you. Exactly. Because the thing is, like you said earlier. Amazon takes all of these fees out, you know, like 60, 60%, 40% or something. And, you know, if you publish a book yourself, you just have to pay for the printing stuff, you know, through mm-hmm. um, one of the self-publishing things that we use. Right. Yeah. yeah. Go through Ingham Spark. Yeah. Boom. Good to go. Yeah. And now they don't even books. charge you a fee. So. Yeah. For, for doing the book itself. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're seeing this on the horizon too. Yeah. They could. Well, they had to do that. That's a whole other discussion. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. This is so cool. Oh this my gosh. We're, we're seeing the things that we, we've been not necessarily doomsaying, but uh, prophesizing. No, just preaching. I've been yeah. preaching this for like <clears throat> well, over 10 years. Well, people are like, oh, Amazon's too big to fail. Well, nope. I don't know about that. Mm-mm. Nobody thought, I mean, nobody thought that the highway would come in, would go, there would be a bigger highway come in. Yeah. I mean, nobody thought, you know, the wall would come down, the Berlin Wall. I was there in 87. It came down in 89. And I'll tell you what, nobody saw that coming. Nobody saw it coming. It's, and the reason I bring that up is it, it seemed like such a permanent structure. Right. You know, so you've got this gigantic wall with guard shacks and, you know, guards with machine guns and minefields on the eastern side. Okay. Yeah. And then on the western side, you had this wall, and it was super tall, and all this graffiti, and you could, you know, it just seemed so permanent. Yeah. It was so permanent. And it was taken down in a whole day. It was one day. It came down. It seemed permanent, not just because of the wall itself, but because of the the politics behind it, the presence of it, the power behind it. Yeah. And it came down in one day. It represented like a huge power struggle. Mm-hmm. In and of itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was power. Yeah, you're right. It did represent that. So and um, it was turned down in one day. <laughs> one day. Yep. And that's partially because everyone was very excited to help. Well, yeah, but the biggest part of it was that the the guards um, didn't know what to do, so they did nothing. Yeah, they were like, well. Yep. <laughs> yep, because there was confusion. Mm-hmm. Um. And, uh, what, uh, what the command, what what they they were supposed to do, so they did nothing. If they were confused about what to do, they did nothing. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that was that if they chose to do something and they were wrong, they were killed. Yeah. So heavily punished. It's better to do nothing in that scenario because you're mm-hmm. like, well, I didn't know what to do. Eh. But now, I mean, this is what we mean by we see these power structures yeah. that develop, and we think, oh, it can, it's it's always going to be like that, but it's not. Yeah. And so. Um, yeah. I mean, and you know, this goes for any kind of business actually, because any business now, and you know, people worry about like how they rate on Google and how right. they rank on Google. Yelp that is not going to be important anymore. It's not going to be as important because it's like, it's, it's probably, it's going to be part of the picture that the AI takes. Right. Right. But it's not gonna be the whole picture. You know, yeah. it's, it's taking the cognitive burden that we want to take but don't have the time to. How so? So what I mean is you're like you're like at a mall, right? Uh-huh. And you want an enchilada really bad, right? And you see like five Mexican stores with an eye shot of you and the and the wherever you're standing, right? Uh-huh. They're all very they're all equidistant and they all have advertising. 
are you going to go to every one of those Mexican sh- shops uh-huh. to check the prices of their enchiladas and the ingredients and how good they are and check them on the reviews right. of the, the website? And no, you're not. You're going to pick the first one. You're going to buy an enchilada there. But you'll be <laughs> sad when you go to, when you pass by the next door. You're like, ah, they had it for like a dollar cheaper and they got better stuff. Uh-huh. You know, but th- this guy had better advertising. What the fuck? Or it was. Um, or, you know, whatever reason. But the robot, when you're like, hey, which one of these stores has the best enchilada? It does that, all of that, like goes to each store basically. Yeah. And and does that in the... Like, like instantly. Yeah, it, in the quarter of a second that it takes to think about that because it's not really a hard question. It's not a hard question. It just takes time. Yeah. But because the robot is like, because <clears throat> the robot is like 7,000 brains put together, basically. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. It's thinking fast. really fast. When I um, I had the Writers Guild the other night, and when I was showing people that had never seen it before, yeah, never seen what it can do, they were absolutely amazed. And it just it just struck me, like years from now, it won't be amazing anymore. It'll be and like routine. It'll be routine. And yeah. so like now, it's really kind of fun because it really is amazing. It is. And to see what it can do and you're like, oh, you know, it's kind of fun. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Like like even um, when like texting first became a thing, basically. Like when it became mm-hmm. really popular. That was really fun. That was cool, right? And it was yeah. amazing. We could talk to these people from such far distances. Yeah. With just your little keyboard. I know. And now I don't even hardly remember that. Me <laughs> so very cool well i think this is um very interesting and very disruptive to the current power structures which i think is ultimately a very good thing yeah it's gonna a little take bit of some, a shake up it's a shake up it's gonna be a shake up yep so we'll see what happens of course some of that isn't really a we're not able to do it yet some of that stuff we talked oh, yeah. about but it's coming oh yeah it's coming it is coming so awesome yeah. Thank you for joining us on another episode of ADAI, Author Driven Artificial Intelligence. We hope that our discussion has inspired you to embrace and trust the author-driven AI in your business, visit our website at adiproductivity.com. Until next time, keep exploring and get ahead of the curve with Chat-Based AI.